The Rock That Saves, 2 Samuel 22. This is a beautiful passage of scripture that really needs no human explanation. It is written by David, who was a man full of both moments of relative goodness and of deep sin, so we should all be able to relate to it. It contains words of praise given by David after God had delivered him from all of his enemies, both from inside and outside of Israel. Every human being at one time or another faces both internal and external enemies, but God is greater than all of them. David recounts here how when he called upon the Lord, the Lord heard him, verses 4 and 7, and then took action to protect him and deliver him. Despite the mess that David had made of his life in so many respects, there is no sense here that David saw God as being far off and distant, but rather that he was close and nearby, waiting for David to call upon him. When we feel distant from God, it is not him who has moved, but us. God will always draw near to those who draw near to him in faith. David also saw God as more than just his Savior from physical harm in this world, but also as the one who would rescue him from death and the grave, for he describes in verses 5 and 6 how he knew that death was surrounding him and that Sheol was entangling him and that he was confronted with the reality of his own death. Hebrews 9.27 confirms that a time to die is appointed to all of us, and that after that will come judgment. We all have an expiration date and will one day face God. Yet Jesus promised us in John 11.25-26 that he is the resurrection and the life, and that whoever believes in him, though they die a physical death, will still live. Throughout this chapter, David declares that God is a rock. A rock is something that is strong, solid, unbreakable, and generally unmovable. A rock is something that we can build our lives on and hold on to in stormy times. Jesus declared in Matthew 7.24 that if we build our lives upon the truth that he is the Messiah, that it is like building your house on a strong rock that cannot be moved in a storm. But note that David does not just declare that God is this kind of rock, but rather that God is his rock, verses 2 and 3. A rock will offer no protection, safety, or comfort until you make it your rock. And so it is with Jesus. Salvation comes not from just acknowledging that he is the Messiah or Savior of the world, but rather from trusting in him as your personal Messiah and Savior. David's life had contained copious amounts of sin, yet he boldly declares in verses 22 to 24 that he has kept the ways of God and not departed from God's law, and was blameless in God's sight. So he was not afraid of facing God. Those would seem to be pretty audacious statements by someone who had committed adultery and murder. The only reason David could speak that way about himself was that by faith he knew that his sin did not define him in the eyes of the Lord. He makes a stunning statement in verse 25, that the Lord has rewarded him according to his righteousness and cleanness in the Lord's sight. David could not have made this statement if he thought that his righteousness and cleanness came by his own actions or by how he had lived his life. He could only say that because he knew that his righteousness and cleanness in God's sight was something that God in his mercy and love had given him, despite his sin. In fact, David declares in verse 33 that it is God who has made him blameless. Righteousness does not come by our own doing, but rather by God's doing. He has, through faith, given us the righteousness that is required to be in his presence. David declares in verse 31 
that God is a shield for all who take refuge in him. Because David came to God by faith in who God truly is, a merciful and just God who delights in saving those who humbly call out to him in desperation and did not trust in his own merit, he had a living and vibrant relationship with God and could call upon God, knowing that God would hear him and protect him. Not only that, but David knew that he could do amazing things through the power of God that strengthened him. For he declares in verse 30 that by God's strength, he can run against a troop of soldiers or leap over a wall. In like manner, Paul declares in Philippians 4.13 that he can do all things through Jesus who strengthens him. The beauty of David's words in 2 Samuel 22 can only be appreciated by reading them yourself and meditating on them. So do that now and let them reveal to you the precious and timeless truths about our God and how he sees you as a believer in his Son, Jesus Christ. Then, as David does throughout this chapter, praise him and give him thanks.